Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. in the first half. Nuggets leading the Heat 48-43. That's game four of the NBA Finals. Denver leading the series two games to one. We got the Edmonton Stingers of the CEBL back in action tomorrow at 7.30 against the Ottawa Blackjacks. Their logo is the number 21. No, it's a rabbit. Uh, 7.30 at the Expo Center. So Stingers will try to get their uh, record here back up to 500. We have the Blue Jays and Twins tied at two. Blue Jays coming to bat in the bottom of the ninth. The golf story, if you missed it earlier, Edmonton's Will Bateman is four under after two rounds. He shot a 66 today at the second round of the Canadian Open, so he's tied for 23rd, doing pretty well there. Carl Yuan has the lead at nine under par. Uh, Will is four under par. Jelena Mergenovic, Edmonton, Boxer, an absolute legend, won her belt last night in California over Callista Silgado. Majority decision. Two of the three judges gave it to Jelena. The other one had it as a draw. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. Edmonton Riverhawks, I heard Escott saying, rained out today on the road. Their home opener is Tuesday at uh, Remax Field. So going to be fun to get the baseball going. We have uh, hockey on Ched tomorrow. Game four of the Stanley Cup final. Vegas at Florida. Our coverage starts at six. There will be a game five on Tuesday back in Las Vegas. So uh, that's another six o'clock game. So we won't have inside sports for you on Tuesday. And then beyond that, we will see. I've been riding the Panthers, as you know, Kel, and I picked them to win this series in seven. They have seven. So they now have 13 overtime wins in the playoffs. Yes. Seven of them have been in overtime. They beat Boston twice in overtime. Mm-hmm. They beat the Leafs twice in overtime. Mm-hmm. They beat Carolina twice in overtime. One of them was mm-hmm. four overtimes. And now they have an overtime win against, uh, against Vegas. Pretty incredible. So uh, games there on shed tomorrow that's saturday and then tuesday beyond that we shall see elks and rough riders sunday 3 30 for the countdown to kickoff game at five a guy who's coming home as a member of the visiting team he's a defensive back with the riders Jaden dalkey Jaden, welcome to inside sports how are you doing i'm doing well just finished uh, day three and yeah just hanging out around the facility Okay, good stuff. Of course, season starting on Sunday here. Uh, for you, second season in the CFL, second time around, how does it feel differently than a year ago? Uh, less nerves, for sure. A little bit more certainty throughout, uh, just on and around the team. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. There's a, there's new responsibilities I've been blessed with, so I'm, uh, I'm excited to see how the season goes. What are some of the, uh, a couple of the major things you learned last season, making the jump from uh, university to pro? I, I know you play way more games once you get to pro. So what are the, some of the things you really learned last year? Yeah, learning uh, how to maintain my body was a, a very high priority. And thankfully I had um, some good vets to look up to and kind of watch what they were doing and kind of copy them. And then, uh, lots of lots of film prep and 
Yeah, it's just a different level. It's still football, but we're just operating on a different level. So lots more communication and a lot more, a lot more games to have fun with. Yeah. Okay. L- let's let's go back a little bit. Are you, you're from Leduc, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I was born in Red Deer, but majority of my life I grew up in uh, Leduc. Okay. So uh, who did you cheer for growing up? Were you a double E guy? <laughs> I was uh, I was not my my uncle Tyler was obsessed with um, the riders and most of my family uh, was from Saskatchewan so it's always been a Saskatchewan Saskatchewan cheering household most time I spent around the E was just selling 50 50 tickets when I was playing junior interesting okay so what's it like for you to play for the team that you and your family are passionate about then. Yeah, it was it was a pretty electric night on draft night when we uh, when we first got notified that I was drafted, and then once I made the team and people started coming out for all the games. Like I'm pretty sure my parents only missed one game last year, no matter if it was away or home. They did not miss a home game, so I think that definitely speaks to how excited they were, yeah, and how excited I was. Yeah, well, good for you. That's that's quite an honor for you. So. Yeah. Were you playing high school ball in in Leduc? Was there was there somebody that really uh, kept you going or kind of inspired you with the game? Yeah, I uh, I, I did play high school. Unfortunately, I had a um, season-ending injury in my senior year as I was ready to step into a bigger role, and I actually tore apart my quad and didn't realize it until um, it was actually like two years, really uh later because there's no bruising it was kind of a weird one but the one guy who got me back into football i was helping out coaching at spring camp back at the leduc high school and then i was just like after taking a year off kind of clicked that i wanted to keep playing and i reached out to the only contact i knew of a who could get me in for a junior tryout and that was my leduc high school drama teacher <laughs> which uh, his son played for them into wildcats and he still knew the head coach very well and he just g- gave the call and they got me the opportunity to start playing football again and away it went and that was coach jim right yeah nerbeski yeah Yes, who is uh, married to Jalen Nye on 6.30 Chet. I don't know if you knew that connection. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so, I actually just blanked on that, but yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, but Well, good for you, and uh, obviously you played junior and, and you played for U of A. Was, mm-hmm. like, was the CFL always the dream for you, or were you thinking, okay, I'll, I'll play and I'll, I'll get an education and see where it goes from there, or what, what were some of your uh, goals when you were younger and playing football? When I was younger and playing football, I just wanted to make it out. Like I just saw, I heard about all these guys, and like there was like Curtis DeBlanco and uh, Corbin Sharoon and all these guys that kind of came from LaDuke who were just a few years ahead of me. I never got to play with them, but they're always like guys that we looked up to. They came out to like minor football camps, and so we we did have some idea that it was possible, but I was. I, I wasn't as confident that that was going to be my route. So even even going to university, I thought I was just going to be working um, for my carpentry degree. And then all of a sudden I started getting offers for university and I switched it up. And now I'm going to finish up my business degree and chip away at it while I'm still in the off seasons. So yeah, being uh, the CFL, it, it turned into like a, 
dream slash reality honestly once i got to the combine i was like oh right like this is real like i could i can really make a shot of this and so i just decided to go all in well good for you Jaden dolkey joining us on inside sports defensive back for the saskatchewan rough riders from leduc he's telling you about some of his journey here and were you not spending some of your you'll, you'll have to clear it for but were you going up during the off season or when you needed uh when you had some time away from school or football were you going up to fort mcmurray to work and if so what were you doing up there so it was primarily Rydell High School. Um, my dad owns a construction company in Leduc, Rydell Construction. I've been working for him even when I was in high school, like just summer job. Uh, I think I've been with the company over 10 years and it's 10 years officially like full-time now that I'm going on. And so Rydell High School, my gap year, immediately I got sent out of town. I would do two and one uh, week shifts and that was that was my life i would when i was in junior i wasn't going to school so i'd be working from 5 a.m till 3 30 go to football practice 3 30 till 10 and then get up and do it all over again so trades have always been a big part of my life and football as well and they haven't haven't seemed to collide or anything so in off season i'll go back i'll work with my dad until school starts and then i'll help them i'll help them all with the admin while i'm in school oh good for you okay well a lot yeah. of dedication then your your time management skills must be pretty good <laughs> uh, they've been forced to get better so yeah i'm getting there <laughs> okay well good for you uh you were an all canadian in junior you were U sports all canadian as well so you've excelled at every level now you're crafting out your CFL career, so that's really cool. I also got another little tidbit about you. I, I, I got to check into here. Somebody told me that you're certified as a free solo skydiver. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was 19 when all of a sudden, like one of the guys I was working with, he was big into skydiving, and then he was just like on a whim. He just invited me out to the or the drop zone and. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I mean, you can go do another tandem, but I'd already done a tandem. My auntie um, was big on skydiving in her younger days, and they were always showing me videos and uh, photos from skydiving, and I wanted to do it ever since I was like 16, um, but never could get my parents to sign off on the waivers. So as soon as I was able to do it myself and sign off, I went into a tandem, and then a year later, I took the course did all the jumps and then i got to take all my friends and i was the only one to not be a tandem which was pretty cool got to spot the drop zone get the get the thumbs up from the pilot open up the door and throw myself out <laughs> uncontrolled <laughs> and yeah it's uh i haven't gone i haven't gone since i started at u of a their uh coach morris uh, kind of persuaded me to not do it while I was while I was uh, getting a scholarship there and I'm pretty sure it's very similar type of uh, uh, deal while I'm while I'm a rough rider but I'll get back out there eventually I'll okay so, so you haven't you haven't done a jump in a few years though yeah still got my certification <laughs> still paying for it because I want to redo the course but <laughs> I have to have a little refresher what do you like about it ah I'm the weightlessness everybody everybody's had those dreams where you think you're a bird and you can fly and then i just took that to a real thing but i like i like the fact that you have to like control your body as well while you're in the air otherwise you can just go out of it so like the the risk involved with it i enjoy and 
I mean, you get to go really fast as well, so that's fun. <laughs> Were you? Did you do any other thrill-seeking type of stuff, for lack of a better term, or or just kind of the skydiving, mountain biking, um, snowboarding, and I'm getting into rock climbing. Eventually, I would like to just more so the bouldering aspect of it. But uh, I've got a few friends who. Once uh, my football career is settled, I think it would be it'd be really fun to get into actual lead rope or top rope climbing, considering I'm around some of the coolest mountain ranges in the world, go Rocky Mountains and just pick a mountain to try summit would be fun as well. Oh, wow. Well, good yeah. for you. That, that's really interesting. And yeah, thanks for sharing that. Uh, who's coming to the game Sunday? Whole family? Yeah, I mean, I got family from saskatchewan driving to edmonton um driving up from airdrie and rocky mountain house all my immediate family who's in leduc will be there i've got i've got all like i've got a big group of friends who i stayed close with through high school and um lived with a bunch of them as well so there's well over a hundred i've been told now that my mom has put all the numbers together and all the spreadsheets of getting all that coordinated shout out to shannon you're an angel um and so yeah it's gonna be pretty exciting okay well good for you Jaden. we we appreciate you hopping on the show tonight you, you got a great story a great journey to the cfl i i do have a uh bit of a, a standard sign off even though okay. you're from the edmonton area i i can't wish you uh, good luck against the double e but i will wish you uh, good luck in all the other games you play this season sound fair <laughs> all right i can i can live with that <laughs> <laughs> right on thanks Jaden. Jaden dalkey defensive back for the saskatchewan rough riders interesting guy quite a journey to the canadian football league now in his second season with the rough riders they're here on sunday to play the elks of course uh trent brown from james h brown revealed earlier this week on Inside Sports that Evander Kane is coming to the game with Cecily Eklund, the young Oilers fan and cancer survivor who uh, had a bit of a rough go with some Kings fans in L.A. during that series. Uh, so she's going to be the James H. Brown kid captain of the game, and Evander is going to be there with her, which is pretty cool. We're going to give away another shirt, Kellen. Right on. Uh, 7804960063 to whoever can answer this question correctly live on air. The Elks last won, uh, and it's been so long at the this was before the name change. Uh, they last won a home game October 12th, 2019, 19 over the BC Lions. Who were the two starting quarterbacks in that game? So, who were the two starting quarterbacks the last time the Elks won? A home game before they lost uh, 17 in a row. 7804960063. We'll uh, get to your answers after the break. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Okay, well, this is interesting. We have zero callers for the trivia question, which means one of two things. The question is too obscure or too hard 
or there's no one listening to this show right now. Both of those are equally plausible. Mm. We're giving away it an Inside Sports canned ham t-shirts. Uh, the Double E last won a home game on October 12, 2019, 19-6 over the BC Lions. We asked, who were the two starting quarterbacks in that game? Um, should I give a hint? The Lions starting quarterback used to play for Edmonton. But he's the easier of the two in this equation. Would you yes. not say, Kellen? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to be stubborn here. I want somebody to try to answer this mm-hmm. before we go. Uh, 780-496-0063. Uh, the other hint is the Edmonton starting quarterback in that game suffered a very unusual injury that left him with a bloodied mouth. Maybe that'll help some people. And the, the BC quarterback did not finish the game because he broke his wrist. Got sacked and broke his wrist. We got Ben calling in if you want to give him a is it, is it Ben? It is Ben. You, are you the guy that won a couple days ago? Uh, yeah, I don't need the, the shirt. It's all good. Well, we'll, um, okay, we'll give the shirt to somebody else randomly then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Michael Riley and uh, Harris, right? Harris didn't play that game. Oh. Do you remember the guy that cut his tongue? I didn't I know this. Actually. I had Brendan Escott had to tell me because I said, hey, I'm going to look up this and make it a trivia question. I'm not even sure the sure of the answer. And Escott is hosting on Sunday, so he looked up. Hang on the line, okay? We'll, or hang on. Listen to the rest of the show. We'll see if somebody gets it, okay? So it was Michael Riley for the Lions. So you got to tell me who started for Edmonton in that game, the last uh, home win, October 12, 2019. Who was their starting quarterback? Harris was hurt. He didn't play. So who was the guy that cut up his tongue and was bleeding out of the mouth and was the winning quarterback in that game? Somebody's. We got two minutes, Kellen. Somebody's got to get it. Yes. There we go. The clock is ticking. We hope. If not, uh, I don't know. We'll. Nobody have, on the text we'll line seven, has got it either. Yeah, so. text it in either seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. If not, we'll just give away another shirt next week. Nuggets leading the Heat fifty five fifty one at the half. The uh, Blue Jays trail the Twins 3-2 in the top of the 10th. The Twins have put one up in extra innings. And it is 26-4 for Winnipeg leading Hamilton late in the first half. Sorry, did you say Allen? Al, just Al. Okay, Al, who was the uh, Edmonton starting quarterback in that game? Logan Kilgore. Yes, you're right. Did you did you know that or did you have to quickly look it up? I, 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 I didn't know who was the starter, but... When the other guy said Trevor um, um, Harris, and it wasn't. Yeah, and then, do you remember when he cut up his tongue and he had all that blood coming out of his mouth? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I, I hope one of your goals in life was to have a T-shirt with a drawing of me on it because you just won one. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Okay, hang on the line, Al. Uh, Kellen will take down your info. So there, there we have it. It was Logan Kilgore. Logan Kilgore, who started for the double E the last time they won a home game. I'm confident they're going to change it on Sunday. It's 29-4 Winnipeg over Hamilton at halftime. So a special fan day broadcast with Morley and Dave tomorrow from 11 to noon from Commonwealth. And then we got the season opener. 3.30 countdown to kick off with Brendan Escott on Sunday. Game at 5. Elks against Rough Riders. 
hockey tomorrow at 6. We got game 4, Golden Knights and Panthers, Vegas up 2-1 in the series. Big thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay cool. Have a great weekend. My name is Reed. Take care.